that you please share and post our post. Please use the following hashtag. So he needs to get on his what his professional one. And like these two That's so cool. That is clean walk funny. Nick said, okay, tell Nick to come back. Oh, shoot. What? We're on the air. Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is... Hey guys, this is Regina Johnson, your host from Refresh. Uh, I want to welcome you guys to the show today. It is uh, actually just going to be a time of me and you. Normally I have guests, but I really want to talk to you guys today about speaking to your dreams. Uh, before I get going, I'd like to give a quick shout out to all the hosts, uh, that had gone before me today and those that will follow. Uh, wishing everybody a great Sunday uh, and uh, and great showtime. I'd also like to give a shout-out to my girl, Princess Cooper, who is always on the one and doing an incredible job. And so uh, I hope everything's going great. Keep doing what you're doing, Princess. Today, I guess I'm in such a um, – in a, in a really – excited place, I guess, uh, from a, a spiritual perspective, knowing that our seasons are changing, uh, that we're going into another year. Uh, according to um, the Hebraic calendar, we are entering into 5780. Uh, for some of y'all, that may mean nothing to you, but that's really the original marking of time. And then we celebrate normally our new year, of course, the first day of January, which would be 2020. Uh, when you go and you uh, and you research on that, what is actually saying this year that in 2020 are really actually the original uh, set uh, days of time, um, 5780. That the symbol of that it looks like a head with a mouth that is open, and we believe that um, what taking place is that what God has spoken over your life and into your destiny or a part of your destiny, that this is the year that you really see uh, those things come to pass. Not only just the things that God is saying uh, concerning you. And when I say that, there are some people who uh, don't believe that God can speak to them or, or, or that he talks to them or any of those things. I'm a firm believer that he does. As a matter of fact, I, I know that he does and, or else I'm crazy and I'll take either one of those because <laughs> I've seen I've seen the manifestation of it. I've seen the, the fruit of it come to pass. Since I was a small girl, I've had a relationship with the Lord. And I have always spoke openly and honestly with him. And I've always seen the, the fruit of that relationship come to pass. Uh, there's very little in my life that has not manifested because of um, non, uh, a non-verbal, uh, but a, a not being in a relationship with him, even in times uh, when things are not at my best, I'll say times when I was, I didn't deserve to be blessed. Um, I've seen the blessings of the Lord. I probably lost a few when you start talking about God. People are all right, you know, when we're talking about like, you know, anything else to bring forth a blessing, you know, like hard work. I'm just grinding. And, and it actually in the Bible, and I'm a Christian, if you're wondering, um, in the Bible, it talks about you know, hard work and the benefits of hard work. But it's something about working hard and still having nothing to show for it. The thing I can say in my relationship with God is that I have a part to play and then he plays the bigger part. I'm in covenant with him. Uh, and to be in covenant with God uh, or God in covenant with me uh, means that 
normally it is uh, the the person that has the most uh, to offer. Uh, they'll come and cover it with the person that has the least. Um, and then there's there's covenant that's made, or um, the reverse of that. The person that, that has the least will come and covenant with the person that has the most. And so they'll say, I'm going to do this if you'll continue to do this in my life. The good thing about God is, is that he made covenant with me. He didn't need to. Uh, I needed him, but he made covenant with me. And, uh, and he had everything to offer. I had nothing to offer him. And he blessed me as if I was the one that had, you know, the most to offer. And it's just out of love. And this season really exemplifies uh, the love of God. Um, it, what's happening is you're seeing the one who has the most power coming to the one who has the least power and saying that the things that I've spoken concerning you, not anything bad. And a lot of people are shaken by, you know, like, oh, Lord, I don't want the Lord to give me, you know, uh, what I deserve or, or any of those things. If he gave me what I deserved, I would cease to exist here in the earth. But what what I'm seeing God say in this season is that I'm going to come in and I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you from the intent of my heart. I, I love that. From the intent of my heart. In Jeremiah, it says that um, the passage, it is in the 20, I want to say it's the 29th, but I'll look it up. Um, and he says, for I know, I know the plans that I have for you. Uh, says the Lord, and basically says uh, to do good to you, to 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 do and bless you in in ways that you can't you can't uh, you can't bless yourself, uh, you can't and do things for you that you you can't do uh, uh, on your own. I, I love that, and so in twenty 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 no fifty seven eighty that's that's the number. Uh, what it's saying is those very words, the very words that I spoke about you, the very words that I spoke concerning you before you were in your mother's womb, that's also in the word of God. He says that I knew you before you were even formed, before you were even shaped, before you were even, you know, we say it like before you were even a thought uh, in your, your, to your mom or, or your dad, uh, God is saying, you know, I, I knew you. I knew you when. I, I knew you then. My God, I I I knew you. And so I uh I thank the Lord for this season. I, I guess when I'm saying that you need to learn to speak or not learn but speak to your dream, there are many of uh you that have given up on the possibility that the impossible can come to pass. And I'm here today to encourage you, not as just a uh, radio host, but really in my my main job, which is uh, as a, an encourager of the Lord, uh, to tell those of you that feel as if um, God has forgotten about you or that the things that you dreamed of or, or believed that were possible um, I'm here to tell you that they are possible, and this is the year for it to happen. But today, I'm just going to be a little transparent, you know, on the show, but uh, I, I want you to hear it, and I don't just share it. I'm not looking for ratings. I'm, I'm not looking for my numbers to go up, but I'm sharing this with you because I'm hoping, you know, that someone is listening and that you are encouraged at the end of the show to trust God again. Over the last, I would say, two years, uh, have been two of the most difficult times uh, of ministry for us. We um, we have uh, transitioned out of our church, uh, believing to have a new building that uh, to be constructed. During that time, um, the building still has not come up. We've lost, um, I would say, uh, we, can, we could probably say like a couple hundred members uh, easily. Uh, if not more, and, and our church is not a mega, uh, at our max for about 350 uh, in a building that technically would have only held, at that time, at the original state, it would have only held 99, uh, and then we expanded, knocked it out, and still squeezed people in, 
and those that couldn't get in, they stood in the hallways or whatever when we were at overflow. That's just how it is. Like our main sanctuary is full, our overflow was full because the building itself was small. Now someone would say, you know, well that's that's a nice number of people still for just regular church, not mega, but for just a, a normal church. Um, so we have, you know, we basically lost all of those. I had a daughter, one of my middle daughters. Um, no, my youngest daughter would just, no, my middle daughter would start there. She, um, uh, typical struggles of children that are raised as a uh, pastor's kids, a lot of pressures applied to them, um, to their lives. People expect our children to operate and function like us. Now, I'm not saying we, they, they shouldn't expect them to be godly or holy, but the place where I am, I matured into it. I did not come out of my mother's womb, uh, nor did I work the, walk the first 20 years of my life uh, in a place of great gratitude unto the Lord and, and serving God and, you know, all those things. No, I have broken all of the commandments. Can we just say all? And, uh, and so I know that it takes time for you to be able to mature into that. And so the pressures uh, that most pastor's kids go through, uh, my, all of my children, and we're, my husband and I were parents of, uh, we have, I'll say it like this is how we've been saying, we have five plus one. Uh, we've uh, recently, we have a daughter that we've adopted over the past year. Uh, actually, she's uh, producing the show. Um, and so our, our family has grown and, and, and it was a pretty nice size family. And so, um, you know, we, we know the pressures um, that come to our children. Well, anyway, my middle daughter, she, um, she ran away and became uh, dependent on alcohol. And I mean, had no relationship. I'm talking about over the past uh, years. And um, I think she left like in, was it 2017? Something like that. March of 2017, yeah, it was March of 2017, 2018, no, you see, I'm trying to get, trying to get some information, 2018, uh, because we we started the church like in 2017, we started 2017, August 2017 for the building, so the building's been out, so for a year plus, we have, uh, our daughter ran away, and all I had was prayer. Uh, after that, my other daughter, we thought that she had cancer. All we had was prayer. We're, we lost members uh, during the transition because the building did not come up as fast as we had hoped. And so we moved a couple of times and, and finally just kind of landed and do like small group church service, you know, here at our home, which is we have a nice size home, but still it was not intended for uh, us to have church in. And so we lost that. And, and, I mean, it just seemed like it was just a continuum of loss and struggle. And, I mean, things that I've never experienced. The thing that helped me was that I knew that God had made me some promises. I, I knew that there was more to my destiny than, than loss. I, I knew that God had promised me some specific things concerning my children and that I would see them. See, I'm a firm believer that if God said it, that you can trust that it's going to happen. And so um, today I want to encourage you to get out of your head. And if you can just go back to when you heard that still small voice speaking to you about what the plans were for your life, uh, I want you to find yourself back in that place. And hopefully if you'll hang in with me throughout the rest of the show, I can convince you for those of you who are not spirit-filled, for those of you who are not uh, Christians, that hopefully I can build a case to where you will trust God to bring things that you believe have been long lost to pass in this next coming year. Hey, look, I have just a couple minutes before uh, break, um, and so I think I'm just going to go ahead and move out a little quicker uh, with just kind of this one-minute time, and I'll meet you back here in just a few minutes. Grab a friend and a neighbor, and you guys listen close. Uh, you are listening to Regina. I'm here on Refresh. See you in a second. Never Had It So Good 101.1 is proud to have talk radio on their platform. Like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio. 
James Deshay, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. Daquan King, Revive Radio. Warren Sally with Man Cave Radio. Sky Wonders with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters. Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally. Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington. The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Dig Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson. Crazy Sports Mom with Doretha Anderson. Been There, Done That with Cindy Smith. Pave Your Way to Success with Rudy and Michelle Govan. Spiritually Reincarnated with Gilbert Sines. In Times Like These with Benita Coney. Sports Talk Atlanta with Matt D. and Travis McGee. Sports Talk Carolina with Andre White and Nick Emerson. Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson. Power 803 with Reverend John Robinson. Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson. Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson. And It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here. I never had it so good, 101.1, the world's radio station. Never the word of the Lord through music ministry on Gospel 107. We're live on NHISG 101.1 every Sunday. Gospel music from legends Lee Williams, Rance Allen, and Shirley Caesar. Join us for Sunday service delivered by Pastor Regina Johnson, Pastor Russell Moore, and Pastor Johnny Ray Noble. Bible study with Pastor Aaron B. Williams and Christian Talk Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson, Pastor Annie Sally, Pastor Warren Sally and Benita Coney. Gospel 107. Every Sunday, a Never Had It So Good 101.1. USI Never Had It So Good 101.1 Radio. The best R&B and hip-hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. Sports talk radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7. The world's best radio station. Hey guys, this is Regina and we're back. Uh, and we are talking today about speaking to your destiny, speaking to your dreams. Uh, and when I say that, what I'm referencing is to speak out of your mouth what you believe that God has designed and desired for you. I want um, to read a, a passage for you that's out of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter. It's the 29th and 11th verse. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. The first thing is that I want you to know is that God has a plan for you. And that you in this season uh, come in agreement with whatever it is that God has in, in store for you. Whatever the plan is that he has for you, come in agreement with that. Like, stop saying, like, and you say, well, how do I know? That it's the plan of God. It's that thing that speaks deeply to your heart, but something's always trying to interrupt it. It's like maybe you're a writer. Maybe you're a designer. Maybe you are a, a teacher. Maybe you're really good in, uh, with math and you'll, you have great uh, the ability to be an engineer or a doctor or whatever, but you don't have any examples of it in your life. Maybe your parents are just common laborers, and maybe they never went to high school or even graduated from college. Um, but you can feel something drawing and pulling on you. More times than not, that's not your own idea, your own thought to carry you in that direction. Uh, it's, it's the thing that God has planted on the inside of you. In the word of the Lord, it also says that he set my, my end in place before my beginning. Uh, 
what he's saying is the very reason why I designed you like this is the place I desire for you to fulfill it was set in place before you even showed up on in the earth. And so um, what you'll hear a lot of times, and not even just from other people, whenever you start speaking your dreams, your visions out loud, people who are afraid to move forward in their own dreams and visions, they'll try to talk you out of it. In this season, I was speaking about this earlier, today at, at, at dusk, and some of you, uh, you've, already, you've already entered into uh, the new season. We are going to enter into it. Uh, sunset happens here in Texas where I am at 7.08. Uh, it will be technically the start of a new year. Uh, it, it's 57.80. Uh, and, uh, of course, we celebrate um, New Year's Eve, and that's according to the Brayett calendar. Um, which is a true count of the years uh, since um, uh, time. Um, we, um, we believe, uh, those of us that don't follow that, we follow uh, the calendar um, that, you know, um, from for 2020. We're actually coming into year 2020. Now, I'm kind of all over the place because my mind is – at, technically, I keep looking outside to see and make sure I don't, I don't want to miss that time of entering into it, so let me refocus. But anyway, so t- we celebrate on January 1st, right? So we go in, and, you know, and, and our new year starts then. Um, but really, it's starting now. Time that's being kept, it really is according to the numbers of years and days. It starts now. We're in the uh, uh, 5780s. This is the year. This is the year in which which we are in, 5780. And the symbol of that uh, in Hebrew is a head with the mouth open, which represents uh, there there are two uh, things that uh, have been said that, of course, the head is always uh, God and the mouth of God is open. Uh, That's what the symbol, uh, it reflects the mouth of God being open, and so whatever God is speaking uh, or has spoken uh, to come to pass, that he is doing that, he's doing that in this season. A very exciting, exciting time for those that are here in the earth realm that believe that uh, Yeshua is a Savior, that believes that, uh, that God is Yahweh, is the creator, Alpha and Omega. This is a very exciting time. Now, whether you serve God or not, the word says that he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. There will be things that will manifest even in your life as a witness that God is who he says that he is. Now, I'm a firm believer that even when you don't serve God, he still will move in your life to bless you, to prove that he is a good God, even though he doesn't have to prove anything, or he will use your life to be a blessing to those that are his children. You, you determine. It says that the Lord, he will cause um, the ones that do evil, the wicked, to be a footstool to the just. They'll be used uh, to be uh, the one that will uh, um, help those that, that are serving him and desire to bless. I don't, I don't want to get into all of that. I want to speak to you today because I believe that whether you serve God or not in this season, he wants to create a, a shift in your life. And I know we hear that word a lot, shift, shift, shift. But he wants to create a way to show you how good he is. And if you do serve God, I believe he wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing to others, so that you can be a person who he can highlight to show others his faithfulness and that he's worth serving. He's worth serving. See, there are so many people that are lost and broken, and they are looking for answers and going to all sorts of things, and, and we're trying to figure it out on our own, been there, done that. But no matter how good I could make it on my own, it does not compare to what God has done for me since I've been in this relationship with him, since I gave my life over to him. There's certain struggles that you don't have to go through. You're going through most of it because 
because you're trying to figure it out on your own. You're trying to do it on your own. You're trying to build it yourself. There's a passage in the word of God that says, unless God build the house, they that labor, labor in vain. Many of us have labored in vain for years trying to make it happen. We have worked hard on good paying jobs and still it's like we have holes in our pockets. Why? Because we're still trying to control and rule our lives. I want to speak encouragement to you. There's a God that loves you passionately and desires that your life be blessed. And I, I already hear the argument of, of the naysayer saying, you know what, look, I serve God, that's for my mom, and then they did all that stuff, and their lives never changed, and their lives never got better. I'm telling you, I can say for myself that when I truly genuine, not go to church, so that's different. I'm not talking about going to church. I'm talking about when you give your life over to God. I gave my life to him for him to call the shots. I can tell when I try to take the power of my own life back because my life begins to crumble. In this year, though, when I say speak to your dreams, he's giving us the power to speak, even though we've always had it. He is in agreement with us. The Holy Spirit's given us unction. He's given us the leading of how and what to ask for. And then God is coming and laying on top of that. And then we will see the manifestation of it. I was sharing with you last year that it was last year, year before, was just the worst years of my life. You say, well, you're serving God. How come they're not good? The word says that the days of a good man, they're filled with trouble, but that the Lord delivers them from them all. I can expect to go through something, but I can expect God to show up and bring me out. As I was saying earlier, uh, you know, we believe it was a possibility. My youngest daughter had cancer. My middle daughter ran away. Uh, we had lost like quite a few members of our church because we're in a renovation. Well, it, it was supposed to be a renovation that turned into a total rebuild because there was um, something going on in the ceiling. Uh, it was exciting until we had to endure it uh, and go through it and wait. And, and it, it wasn't showing up when we wanted to do it. It was fun. The idea of it was fun. But actually having a process through all of it, it looked as if there was it was not going to happen. And it was like multiple things happening at one time. And I know there are many of you that, you know, you might were standing. And so this is to those that are serving God, but even those that aren't. Many times when we're serving God and we take blow after blow after blow, there are those that are quit. Just walk away. Like, there's nothing to this Christianity. There's nothing to serving God. He doesn't hear us. That's why many people say, you know what? That's It's, it's just all, you know, a figment of your imagination. It's all just an emotional thing. It's not an emotional thing. It, it, it's learning how to stand, even when it is, it, it, it's, it's hard, even when it looks like it's not going to come to pass. In this season, what God is saying is, is that he wants to bless us in such a way. He wants to bring us. You know, it's like your, your dreams, your visions, uh, the blessings, the promises of God. It's as if they've been buried deep into the ground. Uh, there is a bamboo tree that you have to water it literally for like five years without seeing any fruit, without seeing anything happen. No manifestation. And then it says within, like just kind of at, at five or four, four to five years, all of a sudden it starts growing like four feet every 24 hours. And I mean like over eight, you know, just like a, 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 a I, I want to say like an eight month, no, eight month, eight week time, this tree grows this astronomical height. Before season, it looked like nothing was going on. Now in our lives, when it looks like that with us, we have a tendency to abandon uh, you're in a relationship, and it looks like it's a little rocky, and it's been rocky for a week. You know, you're ready to leave. Uh, in a marriage, and it was good, and then it was tumultuous for a year, you're ready to get a divorce. Well, God is saying, I spoke some things over your life, and I spoke them in seasons where everything looked a mess. It looked like it would never, ever happen. It looked like it's impossible. It looked like you're not the candidate that can be used for the blessing. <coughs> Excuse me. And what God is saying is, my mouth is open. Speak those things, to call those things into existence in this season. And it's not just wishful thinking. Last year, when all this stuff is falling apart, and I'm going through, especially as a mother, when you start enduring struggles with your children, that's a whole other animal. 
Uh, we're watching all those things happen. All I had was prayer. Let the church say amen. <laughs> all I had was prayer. And so what I did was I didn't do some formulated prayers. I took a girl with me today who was saying, you know, could you teach me how to pray? You know, uh, I don't want to just say words. And I don't want to just whatever. And I told her, I said, you know what? When your heart is broken, you don't have time for formulated uh, prayers. You have to go in and be real with God. And when you're real with God, he'll be real with you. And I took her to my prayer closet and I showed her all the stuff that I had stuck to my wall where I prayed. And uh, she said, man, you pray about everything. I said, yeah, I do. You know, I I pray about my attitude. I pray about the condition of my heart. I pray for my neighbor. I pray against bitterness. I pray when I'm struggling with covetousness. Uh, I pray when I'm angry. I pray when I'm, I'm yeah, I do, because he is my answer. He, He will bring resolve in areas that are difficult. And so what I was telling her, I said, you know, just go out and begin to cry out. God is saying the things that I have prayed for, I'm going to see it. So last year when I was in that closet, I'm praying about our church. I've seen more growth spiritually in this handful that remains than I saw when the church was fat, fat, full. And everybody loves speaking to a crowded uh, audience. Nobody wants to speak to five or 10 or 20 or 30 people when you have the platform for 500 or thousands. You you understand what I'm saying? But what God is saying that in this season, I want you to prophesy over your life. I want you to speak to the dry bone situations in your life and watch it manifest. I'm not talking about wishful thinking and and hopeful places. I'm saying the Holy Spirit is going to lead you and guide you in the direction in which God is desiring to take you, and under the unction of the Spirit of the Lord, he's saying, I want you to speak. I want you to speak to cancer in your body, uh, for your body to line up and to be healed. I want you to speak that you're a runaway child, and that's my testimony. My daughter now has come back. She's, you know, she's calling. We're talking. We're visiting. We're having a good time. Uh, she married while she was away. She asked, can I come and hang out? Yeah, you most certainly can come and hang out and bring your husband. Someone would say, well, how in the world could you do that? I can do it because God promised me some things. He promised me some things because I waited on God. It wasn't easy. But because I waited on God, I'm now seeing the full manifestation of it. My other daughter, we believe that it possibly had cancer. She did not have cancer. She had to have surgery. But what they took out of her throat, it was not cancerous. It looked like it was, but it was not. God is moving. She's back competing again. She's a um, a, a competitive uh, a swimmer uh, on club and in her high school. And uh, I mean, it is just an amazing girl. I've, I've watched God show up and do what we pray for him to do. Now, I believe that in this season, it takes it one step further. I believe he's going after things that we never thought we could possibly obtain. And, and that's where I hope that you're listening. There are some things that seem dead. There are some things in your life that seem like they, they've gone away. There are some things in your life where it seems like you're not going to touch it. You've never experienced it. Maybe you've been single for a long time. Or maybe your, your womb is barren. Or maybe you uh, haven't uh, obtained the job that you're looking for. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know what yours is, but I believe that in this season, Uh, that God's mouth is open to call forth those things that even are the desires of your heart. And this is something, uh, just a sidebar. The desires of your heart, I don't believe those are just some vain things that just popped in and you just thought it would be a good idea. I firmly believe that those uh, desires were planted in your heart. They're part of your DNA. I, I, I believe that. I believe that God intentionally, let me tell you something. He put it in my heart to have children when the doctors were telling me that I could not have it. Uh, If he didn't plan on me having any, he never would have put it in my heart while I'm getting enough. Well, they're telling me, no, it'll never happen. Right today, your boss, your friends, your family members might have told you, you'll never be a business owner. You're worse. You're the worst one of the family with finances. Or, or you're, you might not be, you know, you may not win uh, in, uh, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to advance in. 
Uh, and, and you're hearing no. You're hearing no from your boss. You're hearing no from your mate. You're hearing no from your friends. It seems like nothing is ever working out. I want you to know that in those places, uh, God, sometimes he builds up these barriers to keep us from going through in that time because he has a God plan, but he also has a God time. And that the things that he spoke and the things that you're desiring for uh, so greatly, he is going to bring it to pass. He's going, you'll, you'll see it. It's so funny because uh, right now I'm seeing things that I prayed for back in my 20s. And I'm 57 years old. I am seeing the manifestation of those things come past. I'm, I'm seeing it. While everything was falling apart uh, last year, one of the things that I prayed for, and I shared it on air before, was for my husband to, for us to, to live under one roof full time. Because of his job, we always had to have a place in another state or another city, and he would go there, and he'd work, and then he would come back, and you know, and, and I, I, his job alone, one day I'll be able to tell you what he does, and it'll just blow your mind. He's totally uh, not according to man's standards to even have the position that he has. But when I tell you that it is an amazing thing, um, my husband just got back this past, uh, uh, past week from the presence of the president of Poland. I mean, it is absolutely phenomenal. God, he made him a promise, and he is keeping that promise. He has brought him to places that he never expected. I'm, I'm in my room, and I'm holding a gift that the president of Poland gave my husband. See, there's, there's some things that man will tell you that can never happen in your life. There, there's some things just, just by, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing. When I look back over my life, I'm from this little small town, and I look back, I, back in the 80s, I had the opportunity to be able to dance before President Bush, and, and, and well, actually, it was President Reagan and Vice President Bush, the father Bush, uh, and so... Uh, uh, from this little town, and I'm saying when I was growing up, all the things that I was believing God was going to do for me, uh, and and I was saying, and, and even now when I talk to some of my friends, it seemed like the, what I was talking about, it was almost like Greek. I remember one guy, he said, I wouldn't date you because all your dreams, the things you talk about you wanted to do, it's just like, it just scared me. It scared me. I'm one of those people, I believe that God, he hears us. I believe that. What is the point in having a God that wants you to see him as your father? And I know that some people have not had good relationships with their fathers, but I had a great relationship with mine. So I can comprehend this. Anything that my father could do to be a blessing in my life, that's exactly what he did. Now I am forced to believe that a God who has power to do all things, to create all things, that who says that he loves me, there is nothing that can be withheld from me. There's nothing that can stop. This year, I want to tell you, I hope you listen to me, getting ready to go on break. This is a year that you will, I prophesy over your life, that you will see the promises of God. And I prophesy over the ones who don't believe that God is, that he is going to show you who he is. Not because he has to, but because he loves you so much. The word says that God so loved the world everything and everyone in it that he gave his son to die. And then he rose him that we might walk in victory. Yeah. That, that's what this show is about today. You're listening to Refresh. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, never speak my 
breaking down into the background. That's not because I put them old heads down, huh? I follow the leader, and where he may take me may make me a leader. It's wrote on the wall, all you need to do is read it. Can't be a lame duck in this door with the ego. So I'm crossing that line. Tell them all dogs that I lost too much time. Ain't staying in this place because I got to win a race, and I'm running for a crime. Can't back it down, nah.
Hey guys, it's Regina. I'm back. You listen to Refresh. I hope that you are with me in the first half of the show. We're talking about speaking to your dreams. Um, I was sharing with those of you that we're entering into, according to the break calendar, uh, the year 5780. Uh, the symbol of that uh, looks like a head with the mouth open. It is in uh, representation of God, uh, head, uh, and the mouth open, speaking uh, prophetically, the destiny uh, over your life, uh, things that God has promised you. This is the year that the mouth is open for those things to come forth um, and that you are, you're worthy. God is, is, is setting things in place to bless you in a way that is going to blow your mind. Can I just put it like that? Uh, today, I felt that it was important that I came on and, and that you be encouraged Um to know that you don't have to give up on the things that you've not seen and to stop allowing yourself to be a candidate for people to trash your ideas, your visions, your dreams, and you just bowing out at whatever turn they decide that you're not good enough to, or you don't deserve what it is that God has promised. You do. Stop measuring yourself by what others have done. Stop, stop looking at your life based on the places where you have fallen and look at those places and recognize that those were just uh, test uh, places. Those were just your, um, uh, you know, like, um, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, my goodness. Uh, oh, my goodness. It just, it just escaped me. But it's, it's just the place, like the prototype. That, that's what it was. It's not like the final thing. It's just the, the sample work of what really is going to manifest in your life. Uh, many times we get to that place, and when I've made so many errors, it, my, my past has a way of overshadowing uh, what it is that's coming in my future. And so when it does that, I lose hope and just began to believe that it will never happen before the show and before, well, before at the first break. And then right as we went into the second break, I said that I wanted to convincingly uh, build a case to where you would believe that God is worth serving and waiting for in this season in, in 5780, the eight represents the number eight represents new beginnings. In 5788, and I love it because even the seven above the eight, we have uh, uh, like a completion. We have we have we have a, a perfect a perfect finished work backing into each other. We have 57. We have the seven, and then we have the eight. I love that. Seven stands for completion. Eight stands for finished work. I, I, I love that. I absolutely love it. It means that, you know what, not only is it going to, he's going to finish what he's doing, but he's, he's gonna, it's going to be a completed work. You're going to get the opportunity. He's going to perfectly put time together, and then he's going to finish the work, not leave you hanging out there. He's going to finish it. He's going to finish what he started, places where it seemed like that, you know what, you're never going to be able to see uh, what it is. God is reaching back into your path and knocking the proverbial dust off of the things you have walked away from, speaking life to them. Shall these bones, Ezekiel, shall these bones live? Can, can these bones live? He says, yes, 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 they can. He's speaking over places that seem dry and dead. Today, uh, we heard a word where the Lord said, that he is going to send the rains again to your dry places. Now, we think that uh, most people believe that, you know, God, he, he would never, ever, uh, like, withhold anything good from you. Well, I believe that. I, I know that he will. I know he'll withhold something good, but he'll give you an out. And if he does back it up, if he does detain it, he's doing it because he's trying to bring you to a place so that you can have the finished product of it. 
in uh, in I in Jeremiah. I'm going to go back to that again in Jeremiah. Hang on one second. In Jeremiah, the 29th chapter and the uh, the 11th verse. I was reading uh, earlier. It says, "For I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord. Listen to this. He says, "Plans to prosper you." If you're struggling, that is the plan of God. He said, I know it. I know things look a wreck right now. I know your finances are just a mess. But if you'll put your life in my hands and trust me, my plan, that I, you might have a plan to go and buy some scratch-offs, but my plan is to give you an elevated promotion because I'm the one that causes man to get wealth. So if I cause man to get wealth, then I'm the one with the plan to get you the wealth. Amen. He's not going to just allow wealth to fall down out of heaven, you know, a big bag of money and hit you in the head. It's not going to work like that. But what he will do is to keep you up all night like he was keeping me up yesterday. I'm, I'm trying to pray. Now, oh, that's what it was. I was praying, and he kept showing me a design of this, uh, of this, uh, of a handbag. He kept showing me this design, just showing me this design. Well, that's God. That's God trying to put, I'm praying for streams, and he's trying to show me what that design of the stream of income, because he's the one that gives man the ability to get wealth. He, he's the one that does that for us. Then you know what? What he'll do is he'll show you. He will give you this witty invention, this idea. It's called a God idea. And let me tell you something. God can change your life in 10 seconds, one second. All you need is just a God idea. Uh, he can come into your life and relationships that are wrecked and just apart, marriages that are on the brink of total disaster, children that are running off, diseases that have come in and wreak havoc in your life. God can bring an instantaneous shift and change. And let me tell you something. This is the year that you can, you are the candidates for that kind of shift. That kind. Now, to the unbeliever, I believe that God, he's going to do some things through his children to show you that he's worth trusting. I believe that this year, as a matter of fact, I feel it so strongly, even as I'm saying it now, there are some of you who've been trying your best not to serve God. You've been trying and running from God. And this year, God is going to put a hook in your jaw and draw you in like a fish, but he's going to show you his love and his mercy and then give you the option to choose again, whether you want to serve him. See, I, I, there's not a preacher on on the planet that can really, you know, like sell you on uh, uh, serving God and make you stick. But God is so big and so good and so kind and so loving that he can make you irresistible. He can show you that he is mm -mm good to where you can't let him go, even if you want it to. Ah, Jesus. It's like having that best uh, piece of cake or pie, and you told yourself, I don't want another bite. I can't. I'm about to pop, but he's so good. It's so good. You just got to get one more taste or that thing. You say, you know what? I, I don't want one more. I know that I, I can't do it, but you got to go back again with God. You'll just have to keep going back for seconds. He's going to show you love in ways. Thank you, God. He's going to show you love in ways that you have never experienced. There are things, and I don't know who I'm talking to, but there's a young lady that's listening on the line, and, and, and you have never seen proper love. You've never seen someone that genuinely cared for you and about you. But God is saying, if you'll extend your hand out to him, that he's going to show you in this season a love that you never even imagined you could experience. And then he's going to show you your worth. I thank you, Lord God. He's going to show you your worth. There's a young man, and I'm so glad that you're listening because really you're listening and arguing the fact, uh, you know, to yourself and maybe even uh, I don't see that where somebody else there, but you're just arguing the fact that, you know, I'm caught up into all of this Christianity and it's not real. Well, I want you to know, my brother, you are a candidate for a shift. You are a candidate for a turnaround. And what God is going to do is going to cause your life to completely unravel, and he's going to rescue you. Man's not going to be able to rescue you. What you're choosing to believe in other than God is not going to be able to rescue you. He's going to allow it to happen. See, the reason why it had to happen now is not because you're in control of anything. It's because he loves you so much that he's keeping you and he's holding you. And I know this is so true. 
Glory to God. And you just keep listening. Please don't click off. I need for you to hear the rest of this. Because when things start to unravel and you start trying to come up with ways to do it on your own, you're going to remember my voice. And my name is Regina. Yeah, and, and you're listening to Refresh. And, and I thank God that you're going to reach out. You'll reach back and you'll let me know that, you know what it was, God, or maybe I'll run into you on the road one day and, and you'll let me know that God rescued you. You were ready to give up. He rescued you. You were ready to throw in the towel, but he rescued you. You were basically an atheist. Or are you believing that you are God, huh? Jesus? He's getting ready. No, no, no. He says you don't even believe in God. You don't believe you're 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 you're, you're believing it's all a farce. So you want to believe that it is. But see, he's showing me a deeper side of you. You do believe there is a God. You just don't believe that God will be there for you. But I'm here to tell you that God is going to cause. He's going to allow things, not cause, allow your life to unravel, so He can show you of His love. He's going. Show you, you don't have power nor the strength to hold it together. My God, it's not just one. God is showing me not only that it's just God, but there's a female that's listening to. He's going to show you. He's going to show you that the lifestyle that you're living, you cannot fill in the gaps. The place where you're broke, the place where you're empty, guess what? He's the only one that can fill it in. We are here in Texas uh, where I am, where I live. I am at dusk here, and so I'm entering into a new year, and so uh, I speak the blessings of the Lord over your life. This year, you will see manifested promises. This year, we will see the things that God desires to do for us. We're going to see it come to pass. God is speaking over your lives good things. He's speaking breakthrough. He's speaking uh, uh, promises in which have been made. Uh, uh, he's, he's putting things in position, jobs and, 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 and ventures that you think are high above your pay grade. God is getting ready to do it for you. I know I have to go. Let me use every second. Glory to God, just continue. And when it falls out, it just falls out. But uh, I, I just believe that the blessings of the Lord are going to just, they're going to overwhelm you this year. Uh, I believe that, uh, thank you, Lord God. Uh, I, I pray the princess hears this. That God says that he's going to take some territory back that, that, that you've lost. Hallelujah. There's about three people that's listening, and you have rightfully lost things that belong to you by birthright. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, I'm giving it back to you. I'm giving it back to you. To God be the glory. Uh, thank you, Father God. There are people that have, uh, I hear the Lord saying he's going to reconnect people. Uh, you have relationships. I mean, like parenting things. You want, you're longing to meet your family, uh, your, not just your family, your father. And I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to connect you, son, with your natural father. But I'm going to father you, says the Lord, in this upcoming season. My God, to God be the glory. It's over. So I got to go. Uh, God bless you. You have a blessed one. You listen to Refresh.